Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. This is Christine Jewell, and today I am here with you to celebrate. I invite you into an episode of celebration. We're going to talk about abundance and outpouring and overflow and like all the things that are, you know, delicious and good about living in alignment. But really the reason why we are here today and I'm recording this podcast and you're on the receiving end is that I got out of my own way. And that's really what we're here to celebrate today. We are here to celebrate getting out of our own way. One year later, we are looking at 52 consecutive weeks without a break of recording and releasing a beautiful message to the world via this podcast. I am so overtaken with joy. Um, And I got to be honest with you guys, I'm just going to lay this right out there. I would not consider myself a consistent person at all. In fact, most of my life, most of the time still, I resist anything that kind of makes me feel like I'm being forced into a, like, I have to do this, right? Oh my gosh, I've been terrified of commitment in my past because I thought, oh, if I commit to that, then I'm going to be stuck there and I'm going to have to show up every week and I'm going to be doing the thing and what if I don't want to do it? And so I'm someone who, you know, really loves freedom, loves flexibility, loves to be able to change my mind, change directions. And and so I would not say that in the past, and even now, I, I would not really say I'm a terribly consistent person who is all about commitment, but something has shifted. Something has shifted in my spirit. Something has shifted in my life. And I realize what freedom there comes with getting out of your way, what freedom comes with being in submission and devotion and obedience to something so much greater. And the freedom is opting in. The freedom is I'm here because I want to be here, because I choose to be here, because I'm excited to be here, and because I'm here to serve something greater than myself. I talk about these concepts a lot, and I want to break some of these down, but the first one I want to say is, you know, how often do you stop to celebrate and look around? Look around, and I want to encourage you right now, you know, this week, today, last night, I would to you know, last night, my husband and I were sitting out on the patio and we were laughing, we were joking, looking around and we were looking at everything in our life. This, you know, the projects that we're working on, the clients we're working with, this home, the physical things in our life that we have, right? Like everything from the physical to the relationships to everything. And we were joking because we're like, how much of this did we actually force chase, (laughs) create? Like we looked around and we said, man, everything in our life, it seems like we had nothing to do with, <laughs> literally, including this house that we're sitting in. I mean, we had, we did our part in the sense of we showed up, we moved forward in faith. We kind of, we came to North Carolina because we felt the call to come. We're still not totally sure why we're here, 
but we we weren't forcing our relationship you know we came together we were brought together once we were together we weren't like oh my gosh where are we going where is this relationship headed i need to know we just kind of moved with it and just kept showing up to the relationship right we had desires in our heart we shared them but we really weren't like, okay, we have to make this happen by this deadline. We did not set smart goals. <laughs> in fact, we did the opposite with every single thing that's in our life. We did not set goals for any of this. And yet here we are. And all of these beautiful things that we celebrate that we're like, oh my gosh, it's everything we ask for and so much more than we need. Um, and we were so pleasantly surprised our home, our clients, the businesses we have now that are emerging, my my mission, the book I'm writing, like so many things as we look around, we realized this podcast included, none of this is here because we make we made it or we chased it or it was our idea to begin with. Literally, the ideas, the vision were given to us. The steps were given to us. The things, the resources showed up for us at the right time down to the even like the financing for this home, which is a non-traditional type of situation that we had never even heard about um, because we're both self-employed, we're entrepreneurs, and I'm from Canada. So, I mean, there's a lot of logistical things that would have said, this is going to be hard. You're going to have to try and figure this out. You're going to have to, you know, it's going to take longer than you expect. It's going to require more work. And as we look around... And we say, God, everything that's great in our life, starting with our relationships, you know, none of it is here because we went out to get it. None of it is here because we actually set a goal uh, that was smart, measurable, actionable, timely, realistic. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with goals. But what's beautiful is we're living in a time and space where we look around and we go, wow, everything in our world right now, almost everything in our world, literally including our stuff, is here not by our own doing, but it kind of came to us. And we just said yes. And we rolled with it. And we did our part. And we, you know, we just kept being intentional. And so I want to, you know, invite you to maybe today, maybe with your spouse, maybe by yourself, with a journal, you know, just sitting on your patio, just make a list of the things in your life that you are so grateful. Like, you are like, God, this is good. This is good stuff. Like, how, this is amazing. Because we all have those things in our life. You know, it could be anything. Um, and just ask, like, how did it enter into your life? Did you make it happen? Did you force it? Did you grind and hustle to get it? Did you have to chase it? I don't know. Maybe you did. But I think you'll be surprised. So I ask my clients this question a lot. You know, that last amazing opportunity, that last deal that just came into your world. You know, last week we had this floodgates open up financially and opportunity that wasn't there seven days before and it wasn't stuff that you know was even on our radar so as you look around and you say this this last move this last opportunity this last job that came through this last relationship like where did they come from what was the source was it me was i the source or was i just here open and available and i said yes and now I'm, I'm just enjoying it. And it's so funny because we get caught up in this idea that we have to go out, we have to make everything happen. You know, we receive something that's given to us like an amazing opportunity and then we're like, okay, I need to go make more opportunities. And you know, that is definitely one way and it's very taught in the world. But I really believe that as we begin to position ourselves to just be open 
being open, that our eyes are open, that our ears are open, that our hearts are open. They're not hardened. Our hearts are actually open and we're relaxed to receive opportunities when they show up and we're positioned to say yes. Man, that's when we begin to live in a beautiful state of flow, of a natural timing, a natural order. And, you know, I heard something the other day uh, that I think it was Steve Furtick that said, you know, a lot of people are praying for things they haven't even built the infrastructure for. A lot of people are chasing financial goals, relationship goals, you know, positions that they haven't built the infrastructure for in their character. I believe it's in your character first, then it's in the systems, the standards that you have in your life. So like, is your character ready? Does it have the infrastructure to hold the space for the amazing relationship you desire? Does your, do, the, do the standards, the boundaries, the daily habits you have, do they provide the infrastructure to hold the capacity, right? To hold the capacity, to have the capacity for the abundance, the level of abundance that you are wishing and hoping or, or praying for that would flow through your life. Because I can be honest and say to you, you know what? In my life in the past, I was praying for things. I was hustling for things. I was setting goals and chasing things for things that I had not built the infrastructure for in my life. And there are some goals that I look at my journals now and I'm like, I had the same thing written down, you know, year after year after year. And, but I never did the work to build the scaffolding and the structure to receive it. And I believe that the first order of business is to begin to get out of the way, right? To begin to get out of the way and listen, you know, to begin to notice everything around us that came into our life that was amazing, that is amazing, right? Our children, right? Like, did you, did you schedule them? Did you go chase them? Maybe, but like, I don't know, for me, they were, you know, unplanned, unexpected, beautiful gifts. Every vision I've received, you know, started as a dream that was planted in me. I wasn't the source of it. It was planted in me, a seed. So number one is like, are we open? Can we get out of the way? What do we get to celebrate today? And let's just look at where things are coming into your life from so that we don't make the mistake of thinking we are the source of all things all the time. The second piece here that I really want to address in celebration is, you know, I'm personally celebrating submission. And that word has gotten such a dirty, like kind of dirty connotation in the past. And I know I was the first one in the past to be like, I don't submit to anything. I do not surrender. I fight. I lead. I go. And there's this beautiful shift that happens when your heart and your mind move under a mission. To submit means to go under, sub, under, mission. A mission is like an umbrella, a covering, a protection, right? There's something over you. There's something over your business. There's something over your family. There's something over your relationship. There is like this massive, I mean, it, maybe it's like a, a covering, an umbrella, a greater mission that is hovering over you and you are underneath it and it carries you forward, and it protects you as you move forward, and it leads you and guides you as you move forward. So for me, the mission was placed in my heart, you know, to get this message out, to, to break free of the ways of the world, to become warriors of the heart, to begin to live by the supernatural laws and the heavenly laws that we are created to live under instead of these worldly ones that keep us contracted, this message 
this mission to work with men and women on restoring their relationships. It got placed in my heart and I just got underneath it. And I said, all right, I submit. I submit. I never thought I was going to work with couples. I never thought I was going to, you know, help people build thriving relationships and connect to their God-given missions. But that's where I was called. And so that's where I go, right? So the mission is you're going to get this message out. You're going to be a spokesperson. You're going to be a voice. And I said, okay, all right. There's the mission is there's a message and I'm calling you. And this is a message that must be spoken, that we have to break free from the ways of the world. We have to adopt the heavenly principles, that we have to break free from the lies and the programming that pit us against each other as masculine and feminine, that leave us in these wounded, broken relationships, thinking that we don't need each other, trying to force each other to do things or defining our worth by each other, and instead get together rising together masculine and feminine as one sacred union here to create co-create with god powerfully multiply flourish in all things something miraculous happens when we come back to that original design the women in our feminine essence in all of our god-given feminine beauty right our insight our intuition our wisdom our softness our nurturing energy men in your masculine strength and structure the protector, the provider, the one who goes and protects life, cherishes the feminine so that you can protect life so that she can nurture life. And it doesn't matter if it's our physical homes. It starts in our homes and our children, but it also works this way in business. It also works this way in every other thing that we touch. And so this message was placed on my heart. And so I just moved under the mission. And the second piece is, to move in obedience, right? To choose obedience to the spirit, to the voice deep in the well of your heart and your spirit instead of the voice of the world, to obey. Because the reality is we're always choosing. We're always choosing to obey the noise of confusion, the noise of doubt, the noise of, you know, defending and attacking and victimhood and the noise of the collective world that tells us we don't need each other, or, you know, gives us false ideas or we choose to obey a voice that moves us into that which is life-giving, right? And so obedience, you know, and submission, they go hand in hand. But when I choose to obey the voice of the Spirit, there is such freedom in that, you know, there's such freedom because I can, I can walk in alignment. I can walk in the right path. It feels like there is a path that's cleared up before me. It doesn't mean it's not terrifying. It doesn't mean... Sometimes I don't know the next step. I often don't know the next step. I just know the one. I know the one in front of me. But there is this freedom and this lightness and this opening up that happens when you choose to move in obedience that is indescribable. And the last piece I want to say to this is that, you know, I believe that in order to move in obedience, which requires a lot of faith, a heart, a courageous heart, um, I heard something the other day, I think it was Mother Teresa that said, don't pray, you know, pray for a heart that is courageous, that can love courageously. Because to love requires a lot of courage, right? To move forward in obedience under a mission requires a lot of courage. And I believe that that courage to, to move in faith over fear, that courage to say yes when everyone else is naysaying and going, what are you thinking? What are you doing? That doesn't make any sense because a lot of things won't make sense, right? To the typical ways we've been taught. 
requires a heart of devotion, a courageous heart. Where do you get courage? You know, remember the, the Wizard of Oz and the lion, you know, where, where was the courage? It was in his heart. And I believe that the heart must be one of devotion. Devotion. What are we devoted to? You know, going back to my conversation earlier about commitment, you know, there is no commitment without devotion. There is no commitment without devotion. Who and what are you devoted to? When you give your heart, when you give your heart to someone, to something, you know, there is a devotion there that can't be broken. And it's a beautiful, beautiful bond. It is so strong. It is so powerful that it just moves you into that place of submission and obedience. And it opens up a whole new world. It opens up a whole new world. And I just want to say that this is one of the things as I, as I coach so many couples and I coach women and men, we have been missing a heart of devotion, a heart that says I'm all in, a heart that says I'm all yours, a heart that says you have all of me and I am here for all of you. We live in a world that says, well, you get part of me, but not all of me. I'll give you this much and we ration, we ration pieces of ourselves to each other. We ration pieces of our gifts. We ration and we measure and we transact and we barter. But we don't pour all of ourselves, truly our hearts wide open. And you know, everybody wants intimacy, but no one wants to get naked. <laughs> like raw and real, spiritually, emotionally naked. We like to get physically naked for the superficial satisfaction, but we are not willing to be fully naked to be fully seen. And there is this beautiful space and gateway portal, whatever that opens up when we are willing to go, I'm all yours. You get to see all of me, the good parts, the yucky parts, you know, you get all of me. And I remember, and I've talked about this many, many times, you know, I was, I don't know if I was in a meditation or a prayer, but I was writing one morning as I often do journaling and this, this poem, you know, slash meditation came through and it was about, you know, being all in, all in, you know, and at the time it was another layer of a man's heart felt like it had been revealed to me, but really it was a call. God was calling me to be all in, all in on what he had been calling me to do all in, you know, on this mission, all in on the message. All, are you all in? I want all of you, not part of you. And I want to read that poem, love letter to you right now because it was so powerful for me. And it was definitely a tipping point where I decided to lay down my old business plans, my old messaging, all the stuff that you know they teach you in the marketing classes and all of that stuff on your messaging and your target audience and you need to have this and your messaging to sound this way. And I just said, you know what? That just doesn't resonate anymore. Because I believe that communication is not just the words, but there's a resonance to the message. Somebody can tell you what to say. Somebody can tell you all the perfect words and they won't land on someone because it's about communication is about so much more than just the physical words on the paper or the words that come out of your mouth. Yes, words are powerful, but there is a resonance. There is a frequency. There is a piercing that happens in the atmosphere. And that's why I believe Jesus spoke in parables. And that's why I use a lot of analogies, you know, that sometimes we tell stories, we learn 
through stories. We learn through things that are not always direct, but the communication, the piercing, the stirring happens anyway. So I know I'm kind of going off. It seems like I'm going on a tangent. But the point is that we can choose to do things the traditional ways, chasing them, our own agenda, you know, the ways we've been taught to do business, to do marketing, to do sales, to do relationships. But I'm really inviting you that there's a whole other way to do life, to do relationships, to do business, that when you get in alignment with it, that when you get underneath it, you submit to it and you decide to be all in, a heart of devotion, and then you decide to walk in obedience, whew, I mean, you'll be sitting here a year later, whether it's a podcast or a book or clients or the love of your life, and you'll be looking around going, where on earth did all of this come from? And I'm so blessed to be here in this moment right now. Seriously, it's like an outpouring, an overflooding of joy. And I want to read this to you, this all in. Another layer of a man's heart has been revealed to me. And in turn, my feminine heart has opened up even more. This morning, I was reminded once again with the precision of an arrow's tip that a man's heart is fierce, loving, passionate, and territorial. Let me explain. I believe a man's heart is a reflection of God's own masculine heart. And lately, the divine masculine heart has been pursuing me, teaching me more about love, about being a woman, fully blooming alongside her king, and what it means to cultivate deeper intimacy and connection with him. His words were coming through me loud and clear, resonating through my bones and fibers. I want to lead you. I want to show up for you. I want to come through for you. I desire to support you, to provide for you. I desire to be the rock. And most importantly, I want you to trust me. Men, can you relate? How many men say to me, Christine, I just want her to trust me. He goes on, I am the fortress to your garden. I am the shelter to your storms. I am the direction in the midst of chaos. The structure that allows you to flow like the banks of a river, I hold you firmly when you roar wildly or you move gracefully. I am the lover. I am the leader. I am the protector you have been seeking. And I want all of you, not part of you, not some of you, not some of the time. I want your devotion. I want your presence. I want intimacy with you. I want to share my kingdom and the wildest adventures with you. I want to experience all of your presence just as you crave to experience all of mine. I will love you fiercely. I will provide for you consistently and I will cherish you as the crown of creation that you are. But I will not share you. I certainly will not share you with other gods, other idols. Uh, Just as your husband does not want to share you with other men. Yes. There is something wild, fierce, and territorial about God's heart and a man's heart. And as a woman, I could say that it is refreshing and incredibly attractive. Because as a woman, I too want you to want all of me. Not part of me. I want to be pursued. I want you to show up for me. Not some of the time, but to know that I can count on you in the brightest moments and the darkest of nights. 
I want to know that I can rest in the shelter of your arms without judgment, that you accept me as I am, that you see me, hear me, feel me. A man's heart is a reflection of God's masculine heart, and he is territorial. And that kind of heart calls to a woman, calls to the feminine, draws her in her unwavering devotion, and she will be yours forever. There is such a beautiful lesson on how to love my earthly king, my husband, Mark. He doesn't want some of me. He wants all of me. He doesn't want to share me with others. He wants to know that I am his and only his and that he is the only one in my eyes. And I will say that for years I did not get this. I was not all in. I had backup plans. I was in relationships while also dreaming about the ones that would be better in the future. I showed up some of the time inconsistently. I gave some of myself as long as it was reciprocated and I gave some of my presence, but I was dispersed and I was distracted. And to be fully devoted to one man, to one thing, to one mission felt terrifying. What if he didn't come through? What if it didn't work? What if I got hurt? What if, what if I got betrayed in the process? So I remained fiercely entrenched in my own ways, in my own independence, feeling terribly alone. I am so grateful that God pursued me. The Spirit pursued me and called me back into the place of devotion, into the heart, and humbled me tremendously. And today, I can tell you, I can confidently say that the key to a supernatural relationship, a supernatural business, a supernatural existence is to be all in, in love, in devotion, in service to the mission, in obedience to the call. So with that, I want to leave you with some questions. That is such a beautiful, beautiful poem. I modified it a little bit as I was reading it today. But today I invite you to be honest, to be real, to be raw. Where are you all in? All in, 100%. And are you in with a heart of devotion? Are you excited? What if you choose to be all in? What is the thing that's being nudging, you know, nudging on your spirit? nudging on your heart. And I just want to invite you into that place of opportunity. And I believe that that is the place, the tipping point that everything changes. The reason I'm here today, episode 52, is I decided to be all in. I decided to be all in on the mission. I decided to be all in and just follow, follow the lead where I was being taken. And I have no doubt that we'll be here in another 52 weeks. The reason I'm able to press forward with writing this book is being all in. The reason I have the most amazing relationship today, celebrating, you know, a couple years of marriage and, you know, just, wow, what has happened in the three years that we've been together is because I just chose to be all in. And it really is that simple. So dear warriors, thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for celebrating with me. And I would love to hear from you guys. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you head out on over to connect with Christine Jewell. You can hop on our email list there. You can take the free training, how to build an extraordinary relationship. There are multiple ways you can connect with me, but that's the fastest, easiest place. And if you haven't done so already, please take a minute to leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend. 
you know, this is the message that's on my heart. I'm not here to do it alone, you know? I'm here to do it with you. I'm here to co-create, to collaborate and celebrate together. Keep pressing on, keep passing on the good news. So thank you again for being here. If I can support you in any way through coaching and mentorship, connect with me at connectwithchristinejewel.com. You can also follow the social media handles in the show notes. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life. Remember, celebration is the key to opening up the floodgates. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.